for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Hello everyone, welcome to Living Life. Now in the next few days, we're going to take a look at Psalm 18. It's a bit long, but next few days, we're going to look at the structure of it, especially because the structure itself, in a poetic sense, tells us some insights of David's confession about who God is. And within that, we will find the meat of the verse right in the center of this poem, this psalm, where the expression of who God is expands into all the description of his testimony. And lastly of all, that encloses the entire structure is his love for his God. So as we take a look at today's passage, especially the first part of Psalm 18, we're going to take a look at his expression of love towards God and his experience of salvation. And then we will see what those insights come from. Let's take a look. Psalm chapter 18, verses 1 through 19. I love you, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield, and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I call to the Lord, who is worthy of praise, and I have been saved from my enemies. The cords of death entangled me, the torrents of destruction overwhelmed me. The cords of the grave coiled around me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called to the Lord. I cried to my God for help. From his temple, he heard my voice. My cry came before him into his ears. The earth trembled and quaked, and the foundations of the mountains shook. They trembled because he was angry. Smoke rose from his nostrils, consuming fire came from his mouth, burning coals blazed out of it. He parted the heavens and came down. Dark clouds were under his feet. He mounted the cherubim and flew. He soared on the wings of the wind. He made darkness his covering, his canopy around him, the dark rain clouds of the sky. Out of the brightness of his presence, clouds advanced with hailstones and bolts of lightning. The Lord thundered from heaven. The voice of the Most High resounded. He shot his arrows and scattered the enemy. With great bolts of lightning, he routed them. The valleys of the sea were exposed, and the foundations of the earth laid bare at your rebuke, Lord, at the blast of breath from your nostrils. He reached down from on high and took hold of me. He drew me out of deep waters. He rescued me from my powerful enemy, from my foes who were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my disaster, but the Lord was my support. He brought me out into a spacious place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. So we just take a look at the first part of Psalm 18. As I mentioned, uh, there's a chiastic structure of this psalm. Uh, let me just give you a brief explanation of what that structure means. 
As you go deeper into the verses, you will find the middle part of it, which is like the center point of this uh, entire structure. Uh, the center point is actually verse 25 to 27, where David expresses the very nature and character of God. And that is the very foundation of all the experiences and his testimony that flows out into the outside of the verses. So for example, verse 1 to 2 talks about God's refuge, God being the fortress for David. 3 to 6 talks about his cry out to the Lord and, and God's response of salvation. 7 to 19 talks about God's might in, uh, in the warfare. He's the one that comes down and saves David in a mighty, a dramatic uh, theophany and battle against the enemy. Verses 20 to 24 talks about his own righteousness before God, pleasing to the Lord that he stands before God righteous. And the middle of it is 25-27, which talks about God's character. And in parallel to that structure and narrowing down to the middle, it expands outward. 28-30 to 30 talks about God's grace and his goodness. 32-40 uh, to 40 talks about God's empowerment in David in order to have him fight against his enemy. And 41 to 42 talks about uh, the enemy's cries, but God does not listen. And lastly, the very outside, just as verse 1 and 2, uh, 43 and 50 talks about God being the deliverer. He's the one who expresses love to David and his descendants forever. So it goes down into middle and expands out, but the outer part stands in parallel, sometimes in opposite, just like uh, when David cries out to the Lord and God listens and uh, shows his theophany, uh, the enemies cry out, but, the, but God does not listen and respond. Those are the uh, structural theme that we can find in Psalm 18. And it usually happens in uh, all, uh, Hebrew poetry because literally, in literal sense, they use this in order to drive a message that is in the center, which is God's nature. He's the one who is good and expresses his faithfulness to those who stand faithful before the Lord. So from that, the outer encapsulating expression of love is driven by that nature. Because David trusts in his nature, I mean, his God's nature and his character, he is able to trust his Lord and express his faithfulness by following his commands sincerely. And also with experience of God's salvation, he is able to praise God with love. So as we see in the first uh, first verse, it says, I love you, Lord, my strength. This is not just some chemical reaction that some of us have in our brain when you meet someone that uh, you are attracted to. This is not something that happens temporarily. This is founded on trust and relationship and covenant and experience and a life testimony of God's, God's deliverance. So this is an expression of his trust in his refuge. One of the interesting words we see in verse 2 is my fortress. This is in Hebrew is Masara. Well, one of the interesting uh, reasons is because there is actual Masada location in Israel. Uh, King Herod built Masada, a huge cliff uh, that he built into a fortress. Now, in the time of David, he did not have that fortress called Masada. Herod built it uh, after, I mean, dirt, uh, just before Jesus' time. But one of the interesting is the natural, uh, 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 the, the uh, uh, natural, uh, hist uh, natural part of the wilderness, the cliff and the rocks, the place that David find, uh, found refuge uh, from King Saul, he considered as a fortress, a place to hide, the place to protect himself. 
That's why my fortress is not some big uh, building that he built in order to protect himself. It's the nature of God that protected him when he hid from King Saul and all his enemies. That was where he found God's peace and protection. So my God is my rock in whom I take refuge. It's not some man-built building or fortress, big, I don't know, like a, like a castle. It's God's creation that protects his beloved person against the enemy. And this enemy is personified in the following verses. Like uh, it entangles him. It's like a coil. It's like a, a, a string that tangles him. And it's like a wave that kind of brings him down into the deep water. So it's personified. Why? Because the experience is true. And there he finds God's grace of salvation. And you see in a structure that his personification of death is met with God's theophany of coming down, destroying that enemy, and saving David from the deepest part of that problem on the very bottom of a deep sea. And there, David is rescued. So we see the dramatic happening and the description of God's theophany, but also his defeat against the enemy, against the enemy that he's described in personification of death. There, God saves David. So as we close, please take a look at the last two verses because you will see that finally David feels rest and comfort. It's like coming out of the water, coming to the shore, where he could have been short of breath fighting that waves in the ocean. Now he's comforted because he comes out to a plain, a place of rest. And that's how God's salvation must feel to all of us. Because within the crowdedness of this death trying to beat us, God rescues us and put, in, put us in a place of rest and peace. There, we joyfully praise God of His salvation because that's how He saves us. So as we meditate on today's verse, I hope that you find that comfort in your life today because He's going to draw you out of that problem and that uh, near-death experience that you might be feeling, entangling you, choking you, suffocating you. There, God will draw you out and put you to the shore where you finally breathe that breath of peace. So I hope that be true to you today. Let us pray. Lord God, you are our strength, you are our deliverer, and you are our rest and peace. So Lord God, grant us today as we cry out to you, pleasing to God, pleading to God to save us. I ask this in your Son's name. Amen. Yeah.